What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Smoke World. I'm your host, Stone. So go grab that stick. Go grab a glass, whatever you're drinking. Let's sit back and have a conversation. You can follow me on Instagram at SmokeWorld50. And again, folks, I tell you this every time. You can send those emails to SmokeWorld50 at gmail.com. Today, we're coming to you live at the Spartan Cigar Lounge, located in Elkton, Maryland. I'm sitting with the boys. We've got Mike, Rick, Jason, Frank. We're sitting having a conversation. We're smoking cigars. What's up, fellas? What's up, Smoke World? What's going on? How you feel? I see Rick's real quiet. Jason's real quiet. You know, they act like they're smoking cigars, putting holes in their clothes, dropping ashes on them, but that's fine. <laughs> we're going we to talk about that. We're going to sit this down have a conversation. Frankie Frank, what's up, brother? Stone. How you feel, sir? Are you good? I'm good, buddy. You'll be playing darts? I am. Are you losing or winning? I'm going to be winning in a second. In a second, so you lose. Okay, that sounds fine. All right, no problem. Big Mike, yes, talk sir. to your brother now. In your past life, you were a cigar owner. Yes, sir. Talk to us about that. So in 2010, uh, me and a couple buddies started a company called Veritas Cigars. Um, everything was made in uh, Nicaragua. Uh, we had to deal with Blue Mountain Cigars. Um, didn't know what the hell we were doing. Um, not at all. Um, I literally uh, went to Nicaragua for two weeks and learned how to blend cigars the best I could. Interesting. Um, we had no intentions of going to the trade show that year. Blue Mountain said, look, we'll bring your cigars. You can have part of our booth. Just got to come out there. Okay. So we go out there, unknown company, very little marketing done at that point, and we sold over 1,700 boxes. Wow. Now. To put it in perspective, somebody like my good friend, Mr. Perdomo, that I'm smoking his 10th anniversary Maduro, right. uh, he, he probably did about $20 million in business there. So our 1,700 <laughs> boxes were like that $20 million, though. Well, um, so we actually had a pretty unique cigar that we blended. It was, a, uh, it was called the Tri. It was a three-blended, three-wrapper cigar. Three-blended, three-wrapper. So it went from mild, medium, to full body. One cigar. One cigar. cigar. Yeah, uh, profile was awesome. Um, so we had a lot of fun for the three and a half years I was involved. Okay. Got to travel all over the country. Gotcha. Probably in three or four hundred cigar lounges across the country at one point in time. Um, but it's a tough business. That's what I say. Yeah, being on the road like that. And, it, and, and, and being on the road's the little part of the business. It's you know essentially what cigar making is. You're a farmer. Okay. I, that's what it is. So you're relying on great weather. You're relying on great crop. That's what it all boils down to. You have a shitty crop, you got no problem. Got bad storms down there right now. Or is that bad? Absolutely. So we don't. A lot of the cigar manufacturers are worried about next year's crop. You know, they just had two massive hurricanes hit there in the last three or four weeks. So, you know, that's where a lot of people forget you're actually a farmer. And that's what all the great manufacturers will tell you. I'm not a cigar salesman. I'm not a marketer. I'm a farmer. That's what I am. I farm. So, but it was an awesome gig, man. When you went somewhere, they rolled out the red carpet. Okay. I mean, you walked in, you know, they would have somebody pick you up at the airport. You're signing boxes of cigars. You're like a rock star, man. Yeah. It's the closest thing I'll ever get to playing a Motley Crue, bro. <laughs> uh, now, do you think you get back into it again? So I played with it a little bit. Uh, I got actually some of my old blends and, and gave out to some of the boys around here. Mm -hmm. uh, and they smoked them and they really liked them. It's just, it's a scary time in the cigar business to try to get back in with the FDA. Right. Especially with the government change coming up, you don't know what the regulations are going to be. 
Gotcha. Um, if you're grandfathered in, you're golden. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, I'm still playing something, with the idea. about? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. still playing with it. All right. What else you got? You got some other businesses going. You got like, you know, you wear many hats. Well, so obviously my main business is a graphic design business. Um, we offer pretty cool packages, unlimited graphic design. We work a lot with cigar companies. Okay. Uh, we do pretty much all the AJ stuff. Uh, some of the lounges around here. Uh, we just, we're going to start doing Los Cato's. Uh, okay. All their stuff coming up. Big shout out to Yeah. Oh, our company name is Weak Fish. So you can find us online at weakfish.com. Um, so, but yeah, I uh, I love the business. Um, like I said, it's it's a lot of fun. Gotcha. It, it is, but it's a lot of work, dude. You're a road warrior, true and true. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, how long have you been smoking cigars? For about 20 years. 20 years. Never had a never had a cigarette a day in my life. Gotcha. Never. So the here is our backstory for Veritas, which is really cool. Uh, I was born in Southern Maryland, and my grandfather and great grandfather were actually tobacco farmers when oh, it was wow. still legal in Maryland. Gotcha. So when I was a little kid, I remember going to Upper Marlboro. Every Friday, they had the tobacco sale, and you would pick your crop. You would literally take it up on wagons, and you would sell it at auction. There was an auction house called the Tobacco auction. House, and you would just bid. Now, obviously, it wasn't premium cigar tobacco. Gotcha. But so you know, my my little uh, my gig was. I guess I've always had tobacco in my blood. So you know, that's so yeah. That's but I've never. Just got into cigars about 20, year, 20 years ago, a buddy of mine, we sat there and just tried them one night, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. Do you recall what, what that was, that cigar? I can tell you exactly what it was. Really? Okay, you're better than me. It was an old member of the Rocky Battelle Company, uh, Indian Tobacco that he owned. Oh, yeah, that was my first cigar. That was, uh, that was oh, my yeah. very hey, first hey, cigar, dude. Yeah, okay, I talked with okay. Yep, very first cigar some was an Indian Tobacco. Yeah, some folks are not familiar with that. That was my, yeah, my go-to back. That was man. before Rocky was Rocky. Right. Gotcha. Oh, that's what's up, man. You got Rick over here. Rick, what's going on, man? You're kind of quiet, man. You good? I'm good. Are you going to talk to us today? Not today. Okay, be like that. Security, <laughs> J-Rock. What's up, bro? How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. What's happening with you? What you smoking, man? You smoking? Be here. I'm actually smoking, just for s and Gs. I was smoking. I don't know what that means. No, shits and giggles. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> shits and giggles, giggles and shits. I'm actually smoking a GBL blueberry cigar. Uh, they're new to the lounge. Wow. Um, Okay. DBL, I, I stop you right I'm yeah. sorry. So you say DBL? DBL. Blueberry. DBL, blueberry. They come in like five different flavors. I can't name them all, but I know there's a Hennessy, a Johnny Walker, a Mint, wow. and something else. I it's all made by DBL. Apparently it's made by DBL. We keep them okay. here at the Downs. Apparently they sell them in the area, but, uh, you know, I was heckling them a lot about it. And I was like, you know what? Let me smell it. And I was like, man, that smells like an Eggo waffle. And I was like, wonder what okay, the hell is... Okay, but now is this is the blueberry smell like This is the waffle. blueberry, right. It smells like an Eggo waffle. It actually tastes like an Eggo waffle. So and um, I can't make this up. I mean, it tastes like vanilla, buttery on my lips. Um, the cigar actually felt a little sticky. It was actually a little tough, to be honest, to come out of the cellophane. Um, so you got some kind of... I don't know. It was the maple syrup stuck to it, bro. I mean, I'm hoping yeah, it was I'm just hoping, the maple yeah, syrup. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's like, you know... We, we don't want to assume anything else. But how's it taste? You say it tastes creamy. Uh, it tastes creamy. It tastes sweet. Oh, you don't uh, say. It's not my usual. <laughs> it's not my usual at all. But uh, I really don't think we sell them here, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, would you recommend? If somebody so, just drop them all. You know, for somebody that's not a, an avid cigar smoker, that's uh, I'm usually a full body cigar smoker, like uh, Underground, uh, Drew Estate. Uh, this might go to. I was smoking uh, Sun Grown before I lit this up. Just. 
again, did it on a whim, knew you were going to do your podcast, and I was gotcha. like, I'm just going to come back in the back lounge and Check call some ruckus with a blueberry cigar from DBL. And I'm like, I didn't know DBL was even going to do uh, yeah, a flavored line. Most people are not aware. But um, for some people that might be into flavors, which I'm not usually. Right. Uh, so like, I won't, like touch, I won't smoke, smoke an acid. I won't touch a fat bottom Betty or nothing like okay. that. Like, okay. I won't touch them. Too sweet on my lips. Actually, it's not as sweet as those on the lips. Uh, it's not as aromatic as an acid. Uh, right. It's not overpowering. No, because I don't really but, smell it. Uh, right. It's like a buttered up blueberry waffle. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Actually, smells waffle. like uh, like the toasters right underneath of me with the blueberry waffle in it. It's interesting you getting all that because I'm sitting next to you and um, I'm not really getting a lot of uh, it's the sick of blueberry. You know, some of those cigars you're right, you light up like the whole room up. You got five, you got five hundred cigars lit. Somebody light up certain cigars, you just smell that. But I don't I really could smell, smell that. Until he, he put it right next to me. So yeah, yeah, it's it's not, not, yeah, it's not like it's, it's not, really not overpowering. It's not taking over. The Somebody room. comes in and sits down with next to you and smoking an acid, a Cuba right. Cuba or something, and you're like, holy crap! What are they? Right. You're like they let like uh, they lit like I don't know, like potpourri on fire. Yeah. Febreze. But it's not like that at all. Smoking Febreze. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> but honestly, it's not bad. I, I, I would never probably smoke another one, but I did it just... Uh, right, give a little test. Just a little test for the uh, podcast I appreciate here. that. I appreciate it. Don't worry. We're cleaning out his locker as we speak. Oh, you get kicked out? <laughs> it's okay. I'll just go to, uh, down the block. Yeah, around the corner. Around the corner. Yeah. Gotcha. Down, Flying down the street. Flying Jay for a black and mild. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's actually not bad. Now, Jason, now you have a few things going on, too, now. You do real estate. I do real estate. I'm an agent with Berkshire Hathaway out of the Hookesson office. I run a team, uh, the Jason Duncan team. It's uh, thejasonduncanteam.com. And uh, we're rated in the top 1% of all Berkshire Hathaway agents and teams across the country. Okay. Uh, How is the real estate business right now? Real estate business is uh, challenging based on inventory, uh, supply and demand. Interest rates are low. Uh, creating a huge buyer demand, um, but with people with COVID kind of scared of where they're going to go, we're not seeing as many people listing their houses, which okay. is uh, creating a inventory shortage. And um, you know, this is all around making it a difficult market. But it's a great time to sell homes. Uh, you're getting top dollar. People aren't asking for a lot of home inspection repairs just because how competitive the market is. And uh, you know. It's still a great time for buyers as well, again, because interest rates are keeping these payments down on their uh, graduate homes. They're able to upgrade to a home they didn't, weren't able to previously afford when the rates were, you know, north north of four or five percent. Now we're seeing two and a quarter, two and a half percent on thirty-year fixed money with uh, good credit scores. So, uh, you know, if you're in the area and you want to look up a good team at Berkshire Hathaway, look me up. How would they get me? Is there a website? Yeah, the website would be thejasonduncanteam.com, or you can reach me at three zero two two four two. Seven nine zero six. I'd be happy to help anybody out. Licensed in both Delaware and Maryland. Good stuff. Good stuff. Frankie, what's up, brother? Now Frank's like I said. Frank's over here playing darts. He's uh, I don't know if he's winning. He said he's gonna be winning in a few minutes. So I'm gonna stop him and pull him from his game. I do apologize. Uh, That's okay. Pull him away. Frank, let me. A few minutes went by. Are you winning now, sir? No, not quite. Oh, okay. So those few minutes didn't really help you out. No, but I'm sorry to hear that. So what's up, Frank? What's going on with you, man? You're a Philly guy like me, brother. I'm a Philly guy. Yep. You're from what? South Philly, right? South Philly. Tell the folks where you're from, bro. Give a little breakdown where you're from, what you do. Grew up in South Philly, and when I was 16, we moved to Jersey. My parents moved us to South Jersey, which is, uh, they call it uh, South Philly East. 
South Philly East. South Philly East. You know that's phony. So you know South I do. Philly. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's, that's a violation. <laughs> so uh, I uh, I got uh, remarried and I moved out to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Lived out in West Grove. That's Very nice. Very right? relaxing. Not, big not, big difference. Yeah. It's anything but South Philly. When I moved out here and I would go to the stores or I would start to meet people, they all would say the same thing to me. And that was, you're not from around here, are you? (laughs) Which was quite evident. And when I started coming to the cigar lounge, I had the same reaction pretty much from everybody. You're not from around here. Not from around here. So So you made the adjustment. I made the adjustment quite well. Feeling pretty good about the adjustment. Everything, everything is. No regrets? None. Things good? None. He's a skill set guy. He's a plumber. I'm a plumbing contractor. How long you been doing that? Uh, 35 years. As soon as I graduated high school, I went right into plumbing. Okay. Still do that now? Still doing it today. Commercial contractor. Beautiful. And I'm happy. How long have you been smoking cigars, Frank? I'm smoking cigars. It's about 15 years. And my, uh, my favorites are the Nicaraguans. Right now I'm smoking a uh, uh, Metcalf Riata. It's a spicy, uh, peppery cigar. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but by no means is it uh, boring. Okay, it's got a little flavor to it. It's got a little flavor to it, a little bit of a kick, and as it's coming down, you can feel it more and more. Good stuff, bro. Good, Good stuff. stuff. Oh, listen, man, I wish you luck on that game, man. I hope Thank you don't you. have no money. You're not betting on these No right? money, no. Money not, not no, this is all friends. That's a, that not should be the uh, surname for Spartan. All friends. All okay. friends. Yep. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go back. Yeah, back good luck game. with that, sir. I thank you for taking the opportunity to take a little time with us, man. So, fellas, you know, don't get quiet now. You know, we're sitting here, we're smoking and puffing. I'm smoking on, uh, what's this name? Ricky? No. Uh, Martinez. R&M cigars. Yeah, R&M. Uh, not a bad smoke, Maduro. Box press. Not bad. Matter of fact, I think this guy was going to talk to me a couple weeks ago. But based on what we got going on with the pandemic, on the second surge, things have been running a little slow, so we can respect that. Yeah, I think he's out of Philly. Yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a Philly guy. So, Philly so guy. Stone, what's your favorite cigar? I don't know if I have a favorite. What's your top? What's your top three go-to? What's your go-to? Go-to. Now, interestingly, like I said, I've been smoking cigars since like '95, right. and the craziest thing, if I said I had a favorite cigar, be the base, and that would be a cigar you can't get sure. on an everyday basis. So, when that trilogy came out. The Amazon Basin, we had the uh, Anaconda, we had that Fuma. Now, for me, it was the top one out of that three was Basin, the Anaconda, Fuma. Yeah, really wasn't a big fan of Fuma. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's like liquor with me. I really don't have a favorite, you know, it's my brown, white, it don't matter to me. I'm that kind of guy. So, cigar wise, I am a Maduro fan, that's for sure, but. I don't know if I really have a favorite cigar, to tell you the truth. A little bit all over. And the price got to be, you know, everybody know Stone's got to be a stony price point. You know, no Opus Axis. Hey, you know, I wouldn't be wrong when I say no Opus Axis. I mean, I don't want to pay for the Opus Axis, but I would smoke the Opus Axis. <laughs> price point. So I don't want nobody to get confused. Like, ah. Uh, so price point, yeah, I can't see paying 35 30 bucks 
smoke a cigar. That's just not my cup of tea, you know. But I will smoke that all day. You know, there, there's plenty of seven to ten dollar range. That's just oh, absolutely. Good, that's that that are bangers. That are bangers, definitely. And that's where we always, when we got into the business, was we wanted to be in that market, right? Exactly. Stay with your B and M, brick and mortars, and be in that no more than ten dollar limit. You can't be that. That's a, right. that's, that's, a, that's, a that's right. It's, that's a working man cigar price. You know, again, like so you don't have a problem treating yourself every now and again, right? To uh, you know, get on that higher end scale oh, cigar, but like you said, you can find a cigar seven to ten dollars. That's an excellent cigar, reasonable. And do your thing. Now you guys are golf. Now I, I tried my hand at that. I do have some clubs. We heard. Uh, yeah, and uh, Rick actually blessed me with uh, a few things. And I have put them to use, Rick. I have. Wait a minute. Rick taught you something about golf? Well, why did he say he taught me anything? He, he blessed me with, I think it was a driver. Yeah, he, gave, yeah, he blessed me with a driver. Yeah, yeah, he gave me a driver. And okay. I, and I've been rocking but no, with that. But driver. no lessons, though, right? Well, we ain't going to talk about that right now. Security. <laughs> but, uh, now, where do you go off at, Mike? You down? You got a spot? You go yeah, to? Yeah, I'm that's a not member of uh, Wild Quail Country Club. Wild Quail Country Club, right outside Dover. Beautiful private uh, club. So and is it open to the public? No, it's private. It's private. Okay. What's the membership? Uh, the membership is very reasonable for unlimited golf cart and everything. It's like two sixty a month. Okay, gotcha. I mean, unlimited. You get everything. You don't have to okay. you can go out there and play four times a day if you wanted to. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Now, Rick. He's trying to go at you now. I won't let him do that. I know you're kind of quiet right now. You smoke your cigar. But we do have security in the back. I got some fellas I can call up when need be. Before we leave, I can meet him in the back parking lot. Just let me know. Let me know. J-Rock, did you go off? I'll go off every once in a while. It's not, uh, it's not my favorite thing to do, but I love getting out with the fellas. And uh, I'll hit the ball around. I show people uh, parts of the course that they didn't know existed, and uh, <laughs> I, usually, I usually can't find my ball when I hit okay, it. Okay, that's uh, okay. I'm feel bad. But it's a good time getting out with the fellas. I, I don't smoke cigars, bad. ride around. Yeah, enjoy you do the, hunt, you do hunt, 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 hunt too. I'm also. an outdoorsman. I do like like going out and doing uh, a little bit of deer hunting, a little bit of uh, hiking, fishing, boating. You know, I like being in the out outdoors. Okay. Now, where do you hunt at? I do Wilson? a lot of, in Maryland, right oh, here in Cecil okay. County, Kent County, mostly. Uh, most of the areas I hunt for deer. Yeah, that's something I have never did, and I said I'm going to try go hunt. You know what I mean? What, what experience could you tell you know, a guy like myself or a girl, young lady, um, about hunting? Because it seems like it may be expensive because it seems like you have to get your gear. Uh, it can be expensive, I mean, but it can be very inexpensive, too. It all depends on how much you go all in, you know? When I first started hunting 35 years ago, you know, it was just a simple shotgun with my father on on public land, and um, you know, I started hunting in Delaware. License is like 25 bucks, but now okay. I I'm a non-resident of Maryland. I live in Delaware, and um, my hunt license is probably around 250 dollars. But I no longer hunt public land. I hunt private farms and hunting clubs that range between 800 and 2500 dollars, depending on the club to have private farm access. But the hunting experience is really what it's about. You know, this day and age, uh, time is precious. And uh, it's just a good place to be, a sanctuary to uh, sit and reflect. You know, watch the, watch the sun rise if you're hunting in the morning and nature come alive. And, or watch the sun set and uh, watch all the other animals come out in the evening and feed. And it's just a good time to be out there. You don't have to necessarily, uh, I, could, I could do the same thing with a Nikon camera. 
and take just as much uh, pride in taking photos as I would uh, okay. um, harvesting something for the table. So um, it all depends on what you want to do. But you can go crazy with hunting outfits and expensive firearms and ATVs and leases, and, but you don't have to. There's right. a very, you can do archery too. But you can do archery or yeah, use a crossbow. Just depends on what method you want to use. Okay, gotcha. There's a big difference between, I guess you say, you do a private. Uh, private farm now opposed to the public. It's just less pressure for the hunting area. Okay. So uh, a lot of times we'll do uh, deer management um, where we're only harvesting uh, mature uh, bucks. You know, um, you know, eight points or better, and you know, okay. an older deer. You know what I mean? We're not killing anything that's uh, younger. Gotcha. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Got it. Yo, Jay. What's up, Stan? Josh. What's up, man? How you doing? Are you playing darts still? Yes, sir. Did you win? No. Okay. I did not. Okay, there's a lot of losers here. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Okay. <laughs> right. so what's up, man? You want to tell us about that experience? First of all, tell us, you know, you know, give a little background who you are, bro. Who am I? Uh, so I was one of the brothers I leave, you know, one of our brothers around here. But you know, right. tell them where you're from, what you do. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm Josh. Go by AJ sometimes. Uh, Spartan member here at our great Spartan Star Lounge, Elton, Maryland. Um, yeah, I just uh, love what I do. I love smoking cigars, hanging out with the crew, relaxing, getting away from the norm of hustle bustle of the day, man. Love it. All right, what you smoking today? I'm smoking a uh, 20th anniversary acid, actually. Okay, how was that? It's good. Would you recommend it? Yes, sir. All right. Absolutely. All right, good stuff, fellas. I mean, so people are around like I'm doing an interview, man. We, we're supposed to be having a conversation. Anybody sitting here smoking cigars? You know, me and Jason having a good conversation, but the rest of y'all looking at me like, yo, Talk to me. What else is going on? We got the surge right now with this right. second wave, you know, shutting some things down. You know, I mean, we're in Maryland, but depends on the business you're in. It's not yeah, that's a, true. It's not affecting some businesses; it is others. That's yeah. like, you know, I feel you know bad for my friends that are in the restaurant business, especially man, with right, yeah, the restrictions hard. on occupancy. I mean, these people that are servers, and you know, a lot of these restaurants even that have the ability to serve inside or take out only. And these these restaurants are not designed for that, but. You know, like myself in the real estate market, I mean, the real estate market's hot. People I know that are in contracting business, the market's hot. I mean, anyone I know that's self-employed is working two and three times harder than they have um, in, for the same outcome that we were doing last year. So we are working harder, longer hours, longer days, longer weeks, but um, we'll get through it. Exactly, exactly. Just got to be smart, got to be safe about this thing so we can make it to the other side. Uh, that's why I've been grateful to work from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of folks are working from home, yeah. you know. Zoomed out. Some folks are tired of Zoom. Some you know, people never heard of Zoom before. It was yeah. Zoom is made, I guess. You know, they stopped by out the room at this point in time. But um, uh, have you guys been able to visit any other lounges? And have you seen any differences with what's going on right now as far as crowd sizes or so? Yeah. Uh, Obviously, us being, I live in Delaware too, and other. I think Delaware is now <laughs> down to thirty percent occupancy now. Right. So, you know, we're 50% in Maryland, 30% in Delaware. Okay, so, so it's 50% in Maryland. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's, they're feeling the pinch now, too. Definitely. You know, their hours have been reduced. Uh, Delaware bars can't stay open past 10 o'clock now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so you're talking reducing your, your normal occupancy by 70% and reducing your hours now, like Jason was saying. 
I honestly, I don't know how restaurant owners will make it through this. The first time, if you survive, that was great. I don't know how the second right. time you'll do it. I really don't. Right. God bless. Stimulus dude, we need to get that stimulus that he's talking about, so that didn't happen. The so stimulus really is only going to go so far, man. When you're running a restaurant that's designed for 100 people or 150 people, when you're trying to run it on 30 people coming through, yeah, no, you're reducing work. hours and really making people come more in a, in a shorter time frame. By ending uh, hours sooner is just to me it was a bad call. Uh, I think it should be open later so you can space people out over a longer period of time instead of taking the late night night hours right. and putting them into prime time. I mean, we could have went at ten o'clock when the older folks are maybe right. you know people that have families and want to go home and put their kids down. Um, you know, let them go out to eat and then let people that are yeah, not in that situation to be able to go out later. You know, it's making it hard. It's making it tough. I mean, everything is happening that all the PPP loans are coming due, yet we're no better off today than we were six, seven months ago when they gave us the PPP loans. Right. If, you, if you listen to the numbers, we're actually worse today than we were seven months ago. As far as what? Cases and spikes. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we, yeah, we actually, yeah. You know, the numbers are much higher as far as, I guess, even the, uh, who's got it, you know, hospitalization in a lot of states. Uh, capacity. So yeah, we are up there with the numbers, but I, I don't know, brother. It's going to be interesting. You know, what the next move is going to be. So we've got to see some of these restaurants, you know, again, hopefully they can make it through. Um, you know, I, mean, I know the cigar business, some of these lounges, the brick and mortars, from some conversations from some of the owners, they actually made out in the midsummer when we closed. They were doing more sales online than they were obviously with folks coming in and out with foot traffic. So you look at liquor stores and cigar shops, they're, they're the same now. Well, People yeah. are working from home now, so the average person maybe smoke one to three cigars a week or smoking one to three a day now. Right. You know, they're sitting out in the garage or back deck working, whatever, and they're smoking right. away. They got the time now. About a one, a day. Yeah. I told him when, I, when it started, like we stopped up, right? Spark was closed, our cigar lounges were closed for a good bit. Right. So like, I, I had to order online and talking to Mike doing Zoom calls, and it's like, I smoke more now this year than I ever had. Yeah, that's, that's true. Now I think it's a bad thing I got to you know, try more cigars than I've never had and support the cigar business, but it's... You're you know, home. It, yeah, right. that. You're locked down at home. Right, but you're home. So it's like, what better, what, nothing better to do than sit on the, on the outside right. balcony and smoke, smoke it up. I'm kind of glad they didn't go into a complete shutdown as we did in the yeah. early part of the year where he yeah. just totally shut everything down. I agree. And, you know, we being cigar smokers, it's yeah, a little too cold to be outside right now on the deck. And that's one thing that we always <laughs> talk about is, like, supporting your lounge, right? Right. Supporting Look, your listen, you, you can definitely buy stuff online, right? And you get it for a discount, they drop it off your front door, but... If you don't support your lounges, right. you're not going to have anywhere to smoke. They don't want to do this. Right. They don't, they don't survive on memberships. They survive on yes. sales. So yes, uh, it's something we talk about all the time. And I know they did a great job here when, when they were closed down. We were still able to come pick stuff up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that curbside. Yeah, you know, curbside. And, you know, you got to support the brick and mortars. That's where it's at. That's very true. That's very true, folks. Like I said, you know, I know we got to say you go online and get, a, you know, get a nice price. But, uh, this is where it's at, the brick and mortar. It's a central place where we can actually go sit down, do each other's company, you know, have a good conversation. Absolutely. And, and this becomes like family. So definitely folks, go support the brick and mortar. You know, that's an important uh, element in this time. And like I said, it's gotta be safe. You gotta be smart about this thing, be safe. You know, put your mask on, 
Wash your hands, don't eat your boogies and all that good stuff. And don't go plucking your boogies <laughs> with nobody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, all those boogie eaters, you sit, you know, drive down the street. You down better come down to now? Yeah, you're plucking, eating boogies. Like, hey, don't eat that boogie. Ah, oh, he's gonna eat that boogie. He ate it. We all see that at the light. You have to look over left or right. Oh, this guy's digging for gold. I mean, you think nobody's looking? Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I think you know everybody looking like. Ooh. Somebody's looking. Like, yeah, he's like, ah, I was talking on, to Lee from Stolen Throne, and he said it's a damn shame that a pandemic comes that we got to teach people how to wash their hands and all too. Right? Right. Like, towards a kid. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a wash shame. Hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. But you know, it's actually got to be smart about this whole thing. What else is hot topic? Anything else hot going on, man? And what you can think of NFL season still rolling. Thank God. Yeah, sport going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Well, college football. And my team's well, suffering right now. The Eagles. Still love my Eagles, but they're suffering right now. I'm sorry. Both just pretty much ended their season. Yeah. I don't know how long that's gonna last. At this how proud we are. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame they actually get a playoff spot that division. They should give it to someone else. Whoa, well, they say all that. They give it to Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 should, they, they should give it to someone at least. I mean, they're much better off. We'd be four games up in that division. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'd still be leading that division by three games, and we've lost three in a row. Two in a row. Yeah. It'll be three on Thursday. It will be three. Yeah. Um, y'all play, y'all play Steelers. Steelers. Oh, yeah. And of course, our top two running backs so. tested positive right for COVID. Wow, wow. No, we Pittsburgh got, is right for the picking. We got no run game, bro. Our top two running backs are out. They used to lead the league in rushing about three weeks ago and mm. disappeared. Done. So, so we, our third string running team? back is starting. So if you had to bet on that, you're saying you would better get your team right now. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah, Josh and I were talking today. We actually think it could be quite an ugly game, actually. When I was actually grateful, speaking of Ravens Steelers, how COVID's impacted, I was actually lucky enough to go to an actual game in person this year. It was the only game I got to go to because they shut okay, everything okay, back down. Gotcha. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, they, I was part of the 4,000 fans that went to the Baltimore Steelers game back back when. And, uh, Say, hey, it's, yay, go, go. Went, went. Yep. Not so much. Hey, what's you guys' plan for Thanksgiving? I mean, what's what's the deal? Everybody staying home? Or you, yeah. You know, following the guidelines? Yeah. Are you sneaking out? Best as possible. Right? Yeah, we're having like 150 people over. We're <laughs> uh, <laughs> gathering tomorrow with about 25. No, I'm just kidding. We have a few people over. Keeping it small, though. Yeah, like 14 turkeys we're cooking for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Homeless people over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll start up a homeless line. Yeah, Anybody needs food, man, reach out to me. My phone number and website's on there. Just chill, watch football, eat yeah, some good food. Yeah, so I cigar, have to get fat and full, get sleepy, yeah. go poop. Golf playing golf you know throughout, I mean? playing golf tomorrow, golf oh, the really? rest of the week, golf tomorrow, golf Friday, so. Oh, it's some beautiful weather, man. 60 degrees again. I love a good life, then, bro. And, that, you know, that's the great thing about, like, the lounge environment, speaking of COVID. You know, back in the spring when we were closed, we all hung out. We played golf every weekend. We got to the point when the weather warmed up, we came back here and sat in the back parking lot right. on Thursday nights. Right. You know, and that's, that's again, that's what you get when you, yeah. you, you like, I've, I've gained so many friends from from lounges. It's not funny. Like, a lot of people like Josh, they like, you met Josh at the lounge. I'm like, actually, we met through football. Yeah, okay. Season ticket holders at the Ravens. So, I've known him for a while, and Josh actually found found Spartan for us here. Okay, so that's you guys met. We like met through football, yeah. We've yeah. Really? So we for uh, years. Okay. Yeah. I saw Jim, uh, Jimmy Stel- Jimmy Seifert Stelke down at the Ravens games. Right. Spartan sets up shop there. And I was like, uh, I got attracted to the lounge and what they had to offer, and uh, I was like, why not? Let's do it. 
the Pete was actually, Pete, the owner was actually shocked. I remember that I told him I was going to come here. I was a man of my word. I said, I'll be up this week. And they're like, you actually showed up? I said, yeah. And then the uh, rest is history. Join and That's invited all my friends to join and said, take a look at what we got going on here. And it's family, man. At the end of the day, like Mike said, oh, yeah. uh, apart from smoking cigars and golfing this year, that's the only thing we really had to do all year. Right. Yeah. Because we you know, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't go to amusement some parks, couldn't go to beaches. So it's not only that, but look at our golf outings. It's been Spartan family. Like, That's true. Yeah, it's been awesome to connect with everybody and make new friends and connect with one another. That's what I said. There's not many places that have a golf tournament, a cornhole tournament. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, I mean, that's so true. we pulled it off. Yeah, and we pulled it off with the pandemic going on. That's true. And uh, speaking of Spartan Golf Outing next September 10th, you can go to Spartan Lounge, SpartanCigarLounge.com. Sign up early, you'll save some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, get your foursome. You can sponsor a whole. Uh, we donate money to Cigars for Warriors, and if you don't know what that is, the number one most requested thing from deployed troops is cigars. Yes. Number one. And the FDA, our beautiful FDA, has cracked down so much that manufacturers are no longer allowed to donate. I heard that. That's crazy. They have to go through retailers or private. Yeah, or private. And so, so it's important if you walk into a lounge, you know, buy a couple extra sticks to throw in there for the guys. I mean, yeah. You know, look, my buddy just got back in June in eight months over there. Right. Hardest eight months of his life. And you know what he said? The only thing that felt like home is when he got that package. Mm-hmm. And by the way, everybody for Cigars for Warriors are volunteers. There's no one paid. They all work full-time jobs, and they go out every weekend, every week, and collect cigars and money from all the local lounges. Wow. Like I said, so folks, yeah, definitely, definitely support that. You know what I mean, support the troops. They're out there doing that thing so we can do our thing. It's definitely important thing. Yeah, I'm thinking about Thanksgiving too a little bit. I'm, I'm not going to forgo the turkey this year. Go with the turkey maybe for Christmas. Yeah. I'm willing to bake what I'm going to have for a meat run. I'm a little stuck on that, so maybe. A little prime rib would be good, man. Yeah, I was thinking something like that. My wife don't eat, uh, she don't eat meat. She's doing some uh, stuffed salmon. Oh, there you Ooh. go. <laughs> but, you know, for the media like myself, I'm trying to think. All right, maybe what, so we got to substitute that turkey. We do I, might a, get a, I, might, I may get a small hand. We do a little different for Christmas. We do a big buffet. And we do steak and lobster for dinner. Oh, oh I like that. So, I like that. Well, maybe you didn't hit the beginning part of the uh, podcast with Stoney Budget and the cigars. <laughs> kind of first coast to <laughs> steak and lobster. So like, that might cost a couple of dollars. <laughs> You know, sponsorships are right there, right? Exactly. Taking, taking donations. <laughs> Steak and lobster. I can rock with that. Of course, eating. I'm not gonna pay for it again. It's like a cigar. You know, they call me cheap. Whatever you call me. You know, you know. Can't take it with you. Can't take it with me. Here's something I learned a long time ago in the cigar business. Smoke what you love. Doesn't matter what the price point is. It's true. You know, it's like life's it's too like, short, brother. It's Come like liquor, promise. right? It's like liquor. You know, you pay $30 a bottle, some guys pay $180 yeah, a bottle, or $300. If you like it, you enjoy it, that's all that matters. This time, this day and time, like Mars cigars, not promised. Like yeah, yeah. And we never know what Frank's smoking because he takes the damn band off, so we don't know. He doesn't even know. It could be a $50 cigar or $8 cigar. I like to leave suspense. 
gotcha. in my mystique. Is that what it's all about? That's the reason for it. This is maybe a habit of yours that you take about. Uh, exactly. Sometimes he leaves the leaf one. It's not always a good habit. And, and, and the sad part of it is, is that I, I have to agree with all the advice that was given to me on not removing my label. Now, do you do it at the very beginning, or you wait till you know you get down to that? No, point? no, I pull it out of the wrapper and boom, snatch it off right from the door. Right off. And I've had my cigars blow up on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Torn off the leaf. Yeah, the wrapper yeah. came off. Piece yeah. of it came off. Next thing you know, the whole cigar unravels like a piece of rope. And boom. But I made my way through it. Yeah, so I mean, but that's that's your thing. That's, that's your my, thing. That's my shtick. Yeah, you know, I mean, and not as I guess. Gonna do what he want to do. Yeah. Well, we can still bust his balls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, and they that, do. Yeah, you don't get, you don't get passed tried. off of that. That'll no, never the more you try to dodge it, the more you get it. Exactly. The question is true. <laughs> you definitely going to get it, brother. Yeah, this is a tough <laughs> crowd here. Yeah, 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 no mercy. Turn it to a positive, right? So, I had a question posed to me the other day. Yes, sir. And, uh, I don't mind answering it. Uh, I'll start it off for you. Yes, sir. Um, there's a question, that, and it goes to everybody sitting here. Um, for all the COVID stuff, what what positives have um, come out this year? Two things, and I know he's probably going to try and say something, but for me, two things that stuck out for me this year that positives that happened this year were got to see my brother get married, oh. so we extended the family, Yes. and I hit a whole one this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you laughing about Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That was after the pup uh, pup round. Whoa! <laughs> look, whatever. If you can get it through the clown's mouth in one what shot, shot, Rick, and it goes in, it still counts as a hole in one. Ah, Brady Pitt. That's all that matters, Rick. That's all I'm gonna say. So they hate on your brother. I think that's they some always hate. do. Some haterism. A lot of haterism. That's all right. We still love him. We still love him. That's the out. That's the bottom line. <laughs> you have to take the good with the bad. That's why we take Frank mostly yeah. bad. Wow. Yeah, you got new stuff Until they have a leak, and as soon as they have a leak, then I become their best right, friend. Of course. Reggie! No, yeah. man, believe this. Yeah, you don't say. Leaks are toilet issues, one to two. <laughs> <laughs> Combination. Combination clear up. Like, okay. It's well, leaking, Frankie. Yeah. You come out Before I came to the lounge tonight, I stopped at somebody's house, fixed the toilet. Do you make those three o'clock in the morning calls? Never. Okay, you got to hold it. You're like, hey, buddy, just turn the water off. Go down, shut the water off. I call you in the morning. Don't Come even on. get that far. <laughs> <laughs> First, you got to pick up the phone to do that. Yeah, how about that? I got to hear the phone. How about that? You may leave you a long message. You may about 10 text messages. Hope you call in the morning. You got to warn your buddies. It's leaking, Frank. It's leaking. And I ain't talking about my pipes. <laughs> oh, he'd answer that phone call. <laughs> that phone call he would sure answer. Listen, I service all leaks. <laughs> Anything clogged, he'll get it unclogged yeah. for you. As I always say, if you have a leak, don't be cranky, call Frankie. Oh, <laughs> I can see him on a commercial with exactly. like, like a plaid sports jacket on, bro, saying that. <laughs> One more time, say it again, Frank. That was pretty good. I like it. I like it. Say it again. Don't be cranky. Call Frankie. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't the whole thing. That was about the leak. You gotta, you gotta oh. say the whole thing. It's a commercial right now. Oh, I ain't charge you right now. It's free. I service. I'm sorry, call you Cranky Frankie now. Thanks. <laughs> I got another one. <laughs> I service I mean, all leaks. 
Don't Especially with Frank. Frank. There you go. <laughs> you're not going to get off his number right now. You know what I mean? This is for private members only. So you got to go back to Rotor Rooter. Are they still in business? Rotor Rooters? <laughs> yeah, they're still I guess, around. yeah. Oh, wow. They're still around. See, everybody remember those names. Like Folgers. The best Big, part of the week. Philly you know? Boy? Dick Snyder? Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, old bit. Yeah. He's still around? No, he went to jail and died. Oh, damn. <laughs> so who started I have a question about South Philly and all who started the South Philly tuxedo wear well you guys gotta know what a South Philly tuxedo is right no the white white beater and not the three oh, South Philly <laughs> bad boys bad boys what you gonna do what you gonna do when they come for you? They always was on it. I mean, is there like two cops? Everybody had, everybody had. That's yeah, right. the equivalent to a South Philly shoe shop. <laughs> I mean, is there a dress one, a casual one? I mean, what does it range? It's all, all occasions. like a good business attire or? It's for all occasions. Only when you wear it under your sport coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. See? That's the thing about the seniors. They always... They don't say much, but when they do, come out with it's season. effective. Yeah. Oh, Hell, he's been thinking about it the whole time we've been sitting here. He just got one in. <laughs> yeah. For your information, that was Rick, the quiet guy right now. He's very quiet. The assassin, when the old becomes, assassin. Turn on the mic. The old assassin. Poor guy, silent but deadly. <laughs> <laughs> so is he on the golf course when he passes gas out there? <laughs> oh, man. He can't even have a family show around here. No, definitely. And that just went out the window. Yeah, PG-13, man. So, Stone, are you looking forward to playing in the golf tournament again this year? Absolutely. I mean, I say I think my skill set's going to be a little bit better, too. The only thing I would advise you on one thing for this year. Yes, sir. I saw what you wore last year. You looked awful pimp, looked awful good. The only thing is, you might want to borrow some hip weight or some Duncan. I know he's got some, because I know when you go into those briar yeah, patches for treatment and golf ball well, all day, that's what I was it doing. might stuck you in your leg. Well, see, there, I, I got a plus out of that whole thing, because now, not only did I get my ball, I got several balls out of it, so I made it come up. <laughs> I made it come up. Even though the crew I was with was not too happy with me, they thought I was a Labrador retriever. <laughs> like, come on out of the woods. I'm like, listen, man, several balls in here. People don't want to go dig in the woods. I got no problem digging in these woods. I got four balls. And how many times did you relight your cigar? Well, we're not going to talk about that either. Because <laughs> the cigars, I mean, I wasn't really happy with the cigars that we had. I mean, we must go there on what we got. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like, so. Uh, so I'm working on, on a deal right now to have a a sponsor for next year. Okay. Um, it's actually a relatively new company that we just got in the lounge. So okay. more details coming, but it looks like they'll be the whole sponsor of the town. Yeah, don't get me wrong, you know who the sponsor was last year, you know, they great company, but just what I yeah, see. The, the sticks wasn't up to the company. Yeah, nah. So this, this year I think and, and of course, you know, for a first year golf tournament we were really pleased how it turned out. Oh I mean, wow. especially in a pandemic, you know, and, and nice. you know next year nice turnout. We've got some really cool things coming. It's going to be, real, I think, going to be even better. Definitely uh, different. So, and it'd be a really fun time, man. It was so, a time last time. Definitely. We're looking at having about 120 golfers this year is our goal. Okay. So. Roll. Smarten up. Smarten up. Rolling. Brothers, anything else you might want to add? Okay, Chris, Brown. Chris is busy over there. Chris is silent, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's silent, but deadly guy. He's like, he's like Fred from the Howard Stern Show. You don't call on him unless you really need him. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, we can't forget Rose sitting over there. That's our, Rose, our girl. Chilling. Rose is, you know, from the other side of the land, relaxing. 
doing her thing. Rose is playing golf this year in the tournament. She's not volunteering. She's going to play this year. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's our answer for that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a negative. Negativity. All right, well, look, fellas, I appreciate y'all being a guest. Yeah, absolutely. Smoke World. Smoke World. Yes, indeed. Well, look, folks, like I said, you can follow me on Instagram at SmokeWorld50. Email SmokeWorld50 at gmail.com. Now, look, folks, stay safe. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Again, wash your hands. Don't eat your boogies. We told you on the last episode. Keep your hands out your nose and out your mouth. Talk to you on the other side. Peace. Good try, Tokyo.